if I was short on cash, I was like, I need to buy groceries. Like I would go play basketball. That's how I like kind of kept it going to where I had a job, you know, like, <laughs> and, like if I tell people, if you have one experience in this world is like, go live somewhere else. Don't travel somewhere else, but go live somewhere else yeah, and yeah. see how other people live so that you can come and change where you live now. All right, 2H2Fers, welcome back to Too Hard, Too Fast, the podcast with strong opinions about things that we may or may not know too much about Hell yeah! in order to broaden perspectives. Hell so, yeah. Hey, today we have Edwin. Oh, actually, sorry, sorry, my bad. <laughs> Dr. Edwin Serrano. Doctor. Woo, baby. Doctor Edwin Serrano. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome to Too Hard, Too Fast. Too Hard, Too Fast. Too Hard, Too Fast. Too Hard, Too Fast. Where you never know where you're going, but you know where you end up. <laughs> the podcast of the century. <laughs> so what's going on, guys? How are y'all doing? How do we How do we get a doctor? Hey, hey, on, hey we ask the, the questions here, bro. All right, we ask the questions here. Yeah, okay, all right, all right. Good, good. First off, how do we get a doctor on Too Hard, Too Fast? Well, we went to college with him. <laughs> that's the only way <laughs> and I was a roommate to one of them hell yeah Ooh, I think we should mm. we're gonna hit on that in a little bit well, we'll but you know what that. before we get started yeah. what are we drinking Wormsers well so hey remember last time we were talking about uh, how do we choose our beers and uh, sometimes something just looks appealing so uh, I came across this. I saw the cross. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta try it. They might be Christian. You heard that so pun? I, gotta, I gotta support them. Hey, and then even more. So they're from Fort Worth, Texas. So uh, what are they called? Box, box sliders. Toadies, Texas box. There you go. Is that the first like time you're reading the label? This. Yeah, it's the first. <laughs> I just saw the cross. <laughs> yeah, I came across this. You didn't catch that? You did that yourself. <laughs> I did. Like the first, <laughs> the <pun. laughs> he didn't get the pun. I said it. I get it. I'm ignoring. All right. Uh, yeah, that is the first time I was curious. Okay. Well, actually, what kind of beer is it? Dang, dude, you're putting me on the spot, bro. I don't. I don't like this. So you really just bought it for the cross. Yeah, I just bought it for the cross, bro. Is it at least making you feel the spirit? Yeah, it is, bro. Look, it even has a... How is he drinking it through the mask, though? Ooh, oh, well, so, before I could drink it, bro, do you, do you have Rona, or you're good? <laughs> huh? Uh, you, I have it so strong, you might get it through the screen. Ah, uh, dude, well, that's what I'm saying, dude. Uh, so, supposedly, this thing's so so crazy, dude, it could transmit different... Oh, I'm going to take a risk, bro. Take a risk. <laughs> I don't know what you're drinking, bro. What are you drinking? So, uh, I'm drinking, I'm drinking Sol. Where is it? Where's the camera? There it is. Sol Chelada. Nice. So, um, I've been, I'm very, I'm not very good at making micheladas, but I've been craving them a lot. So I have them in the fridge and ATB has them. Um, they sell them in 16 ounce cans. So I don't know if anybody knows what a michelada is, but it basically has all these spices and uh, clamato in it with like your favorite Mexican beer, uh, and I've been in love with them since my thirtieth birthday. Nice. Which mm -hmm. was five years ago? Nah, just no, no. <laughs> uh, two years ago. Two years ago this December, actually. Yeah, yeah. So we were we were we were in Cabo uh, for my thirtieth birthday, and then we got a michelada. All right, nobody likes to show up, man. Nobody likes to show up. No, no, it was like I'm a doctor. I was in Cabo. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. I'm sure you've had it, especially you, George. Like the michelada, when they put that straw in there with the uh, tamarindo. Oh, Super no. Good. Yeah, yeah, I've had that. Yeah. I thought you were going to say yeah. with oranges. Have you ever had a michelada with oranges instead of tomato juice? No. No, 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 no never, never, never. That's Is it good, really? Yeah. Because um, I've, do I've done the mixtures, you know, where you buy the mixture and you buy your beer and oh, you put it all together. Yeah, and it never really hit the spot, and this <laughs> seems like it's a perfect balance. You're missing that Worcestershire sauce. Um, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> here's what I got today. I thought about doing a little taste test. So I'm a big Truly fan, and I've talked about Truly's on the podcast a lot. And I've had the Bud Light seltzers before, but these are the Platinums. So they're like more uh, 
their stronger whatever percentage. So I wanted to do a little quick taste test, like if you guys will indulge me on this. What choice do we have? Are you going to drink all of them at the same time? The same time, dude. <laughs> That's a good idea. Back to college, life, Back to college days. Uh, four locos. <laughs> no, I wanted to get the flavors. Like I want to do a, a good oh. review on this, so I want to do the flavors. This first one is blood orange, platinum, seltzer. We'll see how that tastes. Nice. I miss four locos, bro. I 100% yeah, have no idea what a blood orange is, by the way. Uh, grapefruit. They want, then why not call it grapefruit? Because it doesn't sound so enticing. You wouldn't have bought it if it said grapefruit. The point, bro? That's like that. that uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it came in a pack together, so I didn't have a choice. I just said, no, <laughs> it's a variety pack. You're, you're uh, already drinking a seltzer. They got to make, make it good. Give it a good name. Um, it's pretty good. It does not taste like grapefruit, but it's pretty, it's pretty tasty. Good for a vampire. Oh, no. George, you're boring the guest, but it's all right. We'll, sorry, we'll, I'm sorry, we'll, I'm sorry. We'll indulge you. No, no, it's cool. No, no, no. Go ahead. It's your show. It's your show. It is. So <laughs> indulge me. Go ahead. This is not good. Citrus, definitely not. Uh, I would definitely I feel buy like I feel like blood you need to like clean your palate though. You know, like what if the blood orange kind of made fine, citrus fine, taste fine. like shit? Then, yeah. dude, see. I mean, fine. Fine. My palate with vodka. Warm, <laughs> warm, <laughs> warm nose. He he went to Italy. You got to no. clean your palate before you taste the wine. No, <laughs> Italy, bro. We're gonna talk about Italy. <laughs> no, I cleanse my palate and definitely. Sorry, but like, like I wish you, one day you guys can sponsor us, but I'm not a fan of the citrus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but hey, but we'll still take your money and your beer. Sponsor, so. yeah, yeah. Sponsor it either way. Don't listen to George. I represent uh, myself. <laughs> George does not make citrus. <laughs> Wild berries is good. good though. Which one was nah, your favorite? Blood one? orange is good. So I'm going to yeah, stick with blood orange for the rest of this podcast. Then I'm going to switch to this one. And then I'll probably put vodka in this one and then make and it And I'll better. probably throw this one away. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Edwin, I want to know what's uh, what's your favorite beer though. Do you have a do you have a favorite beer or maybe something currently uh, that you're into right now? I mean, I just told you what I was currently into. Were you not listening? No, oh, that's. <laughs> no, I was I was more concerned with what I was saying. Uh... <laughs> hey, by the way, did I tell you about the blood orange? <laughs> right, that's it for the beer review, guys. Uh, Bud Light Platinum. Seltzer, it is what it is. Blood orange, no mm -hmm. citrus. Hey, <laughs> the beer review where Warm doesn't pay attention. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I know, man. This, this is our thing, Warm, and you're not paying attention. <laughs> well, first of all, well, he's enjoying this. Beer. He still doesn't even know what kind of beer he's drinking right now. He just knows <laughs> he's like, what, what am I there's, there's, a, there's a cross. There's a cross on it. Are you sure that's a cross or a plus sign? <laughs> no, you can't do a, math. Everything's across. There's, there's a flower in there, so there you go. It's a nail. Mm -hmm. It's a nail. <laughs> hey, let's let's all go get a tequila shot. You have some tequila with you, Edwin? I have a bunch of tequila, bro. Well, let's go take a shot. You, mm. Really? I don't have. I'm tequila, down. I have vodka. Well, drink vodka then. What do you think? I'm Edwin, take a shot. For a shot? I mean, I'm okay. I'll take a shot. You're let's really do it. I'll pause it and I'll pause it. Right, pause. All right, we're back to H two Fers right here. All right, Is that ready? tequila? Nice. That doesn't look no. like tequila. <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. probably water. No, no, no. It's it's yeah, actually it's Russian it's stuff right here, dude. Someone gave it to me. Can you can you, can you spell it? it? Can you say what it's? What it, yeah, it's a Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> Nikita. Hey, it's actually Nikita. <laughs> hey, salute. All right, cheers, guys. Salute. Cheers, 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 cheers. I'm going to wash it down with the yeah. citrus.
but um uh, supposedly that that this is part of Putin's like uh personal not personal but like uh like private stash and he only gives away so many in the year mm -hmm. and somehow the guy I work with got it and he wanted to thank me and he's all well. and then some somehow a guy in West Texas was able to I get know, it. Dude, I, 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 totally, I totally agree with you, bro. Yeah. No, I, 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 a guy in West Texas in the middle of oil country was able to get it. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm pretty, I'm pretty it sure it might be a, fake. A, a Don and Ben special. Yeah, it's not the first time. Not the first I got, time it, I got it for free, so it's all good. Hey, it's not bad. I, I, but anyway, too. speaking of that, though, I want to I wanna learn about the doctor here, bro. Tell okay. us, where were you so, born, bro? My life story. Okay. Well, what was your date of birth, the year, your social security? Your Amazon wish list. Start start with your social. Wasn't your wasn't your birthday supposed to be the end of the world? It was supposed to be, bro, 2012, dude. Remember we went to España and stuff? I I don't remember. Was it your birthday? I was just going out for a night. It was a normal night for Edwin. It was a normal night for me. Hey, did uh, I go? Did I go to that? Because I remember your end of the. End yeah, of the well, it was. Uh, well, we started off at my apartment, and uh, we pre-gamed. Um, some people showed up, and then uh, we just went to España, dude. I was already drunk. That's all I cared about. Oh yeah, it was. It was the first semester of like me doing being in PT school. I remember now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I appreciate dude, it, bro, because you, you're limited on time, dude. So, I appreciate uh, that. Yeah. No problem. If you're going to España for the end of the world party, you know there's going to be a tomorrow. <laughs> I think that will be like the last True. place I want to spend yeah, the end of the world. world. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even think that it, every, I mean, everybody doesn't know España is a, a, a bar or a club. They probably think we went it's so open or not? I haven't been in San Antonio in a while. So. I don't know, bro. The I haven't been by it. I haven't been by it, but I don't think so. I don't really don't think so. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I would always ask questions like, "Why is there so many tables and chairs here? Like, people yeah. <laughs> come here <laughs> on a normal basis without regret." Uh, for Joaquin's birthday, I remember now. Like, uh, it was actually very packed. It was actually very packed. I remember buying shots like a lot of the night. Uh, I remember that. Like, we got really, really, really hammered. I had a good Take time. That out. Wait, what did you keep it out? You know, you know what? What was nah, also a very okay. memorable uh, birthday for me after George's wedding? That was pretty memorable for me. <laughs> See, that's what I remember you being the end of the world party. No, dude, your your wedding wasn't in the end of the world. Your no, wedding no, wasn't I know that. I know, but no. you took it but as that's how like, you would be. This is the last day. <laughs> 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 hey, I was just disappointed I made it this far. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> so it was my wedding and we had made a deal like you and I and Jen who was like the most important <laughs> in the day we made a deal and I don't know why Jen made this deal but the after party was going to be our after one hour after party and then after it hits midnight it was going right. to be your birthday party hell yeah uh, and we planned it that way uh it took forever to get into Pat O'Brien's. So by the time we got to Pat O'Brien's, like it was almost midnight already. And I think you had already started celebrating your birthday because all I, I remember like walking in and getting our drinks and then finding everybody. And you were like already like three hurricanes and <laughs> uh, threatening to like to uh, to chug a fourth one <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> it was for your wedding, bro. Those dude, dude, we bro. Dude, we were just talking me. about those hurricanes. Those hurricanes are dude, crazy. I miss man. those hurricanes. Yeah, they man. are, dude. Shoot. Yeah, hey, actually, like a thousand hey. calories each one. Oh. Actually, I was going through some old videos. Um, I know you're in there somewhere, Edwin. And because uh, I just heard your you're voice. You're in there somewhere. Video, I remember saying, you I'm going to be waiting for you downtown. Uh, Anyways, bro, but no, for real, we, we want to know about you, bro. Uh, where'd you grow yeah. up? You don't have to say the city, but where did you grow up? And uh, no, so where are we gonna know what you did? Yeah, yeah, like, like oh, where were we born? The U.S. Like, what the hell? Like, no, uh, so you're legal. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm legal. legal. I'm legal. I'm a, I'm a legal doctor. 
so uh, uh, I was born in Alpine, Texas. It's a small town in West Texas. Hell yeah, uh, West I Texas. Was, mm-hmm, I was born, uh, it's about, what, seven hours away from here, but I didn't grow up there. I grew up in a small town of uh, Presidio, Texas. Uh, it's in the Big Bend area, so it's right on the border. I grew up right on the border. Um, lived there until I was 18, and then I moved to El Paso. I was a miner for bro? two years. Hey, we're all border. We're all border town people, man. That's what's up. And that's why I have a. That's why I have a 915 area code phone number. That's what's up. Uh, oh, shoot. And then, when you said uh, you're a so miner, what, what does that mean? Like you no. were like in the mines or <laughs> 915? <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, Iron, pretty much. I got. I got a pick. No, well, I went to UTEP, and and they're obviously the miners. Um, I yeah, dude, man. I don't I haven't even kept up with them. And, and a patient today is like, "Hey, your miners are doing well." So, oh, my miners, so like, what miners? Yeah, hey, we don't talk sports on too hard, too fast because we don't get views when we talk sports. But we will okay, eventually. All right. With you, we will. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so UTEP, bro. Uh, and then, hey, well, very quick though, before you move on though, so. Mm-hmm. Um, which one's uh which one's the best border town, dude? Presidio, Eagle Pass, or El Paso? Oh, it's definitely not El Paso. Have you seen how many COVID cases they have? That they we didn't ask about COVID <laughs> cases, bro. We didn't ask about the health care. I just say, well, what border <laughs> town do you think is the best overall? Uh, I've never been to Eagle Pass. I've never been, so I, I wouldn't know. And uh, El Paso has good Mexican food, but. What's up? I got to go with my hometown of Presidio, Texas. All right, then. Presidio, uh, I didn't know that it was a border town. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, let me bring this right? up. What they call the border town? Yeah. What do they call it? it? Orange the juice. Border town? Why? <laughs> what are you talking about? Okinawa. Oh, yeah. There's, like, the border towns of Okinawa. Okinawa, Chihuahua. Okay, I said it wrong. I don't know how he got... Yeah, I don't know how you say it, how you got orange. Oh, I guess OJ, right? Oh, I've heard people say, oh, yeah, uh, OJ. Right yeah, I forget. You live in Odessa. Can you spell it for us? Okinaga? Uh, <laughs> O-J-I-N-A-G-A. <laughs> Good. What, what, as you're spelling it, I'm going to edit it. Hey, the shot's kicking in, bro. Thanks. Hey, so, very quick, very quick. Uh, this was like three, four years ago, though, right? Edwin comes <laughs> to uh, West Texas. He's Snapchatting. Come on, you're in the area? He's like, uh, oh, yeah. Dude, the bar he was at was just like five minutes away from where I live. Oh, man. Uh, how many times do you come to San Antonio? And I don't even know that you're here. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, next time I go, then I'm going to stay with you. Is that okay? Hell no, you have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I the negative. I'm just going to say that he was here at some point during the quarantine times. <laughs> and I disappeared. I disappeared for a volleyball game all day. And he could have yeah. called anyone and everyone. But he didn't call yeah. you. I'm just going to say that. It's okay. I, I, I already called him out on that several times when I, uh, like a year ago. I was like, hey, bro, you come to San Antonio? And I thought we were cool. He said, no, yeah, next time I'm there, bro. Next time I'm there. Never. So, false promise. All right, next time I'm there. Next time I'm there. <laughs> I was joking with you. I was joking with you. No, it's okay. You weren't. You were a little butthurt. It's okay. I get it. <laughs> hey, if I was butthurt, I wouldn't have gone to see you. I, I knew you were you were on a schedule. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to ask him three times to let you get on the podcast. So, I'm just saying, yeah. maybe he wasn't butthurt, but. You know, but, there was something there. But, he, <laughs> but there was something there. <laughs> Where, let's go. You had a list of questions. Yeah, you have questions. Where are they? Okay, Where? bro. So you were born. All right. <laughs> so you went from Utah. Like, yeah, he's he's like, so why didn't you see me in Odessa? Hey, that's all I got. So why didn't you see me? Why didn't you call me? That's all he really wanted. That's the only reason he wanted you on the podcast. I, uh, I, I, I accomplished what I wanted to do, dude. So. Thank you for joining. That was uh, part two. We have another guest. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you, doctor, for joining oh, yeah. <laughs> nah, just joking. No, for real, for real. So you went from UTEP. Uh, you went to San Antonio, bro. Um, mm-hmm. What'd you do while you were in San Antonio? So I during met, college, uh, what did you do during your college year? Crazy bro? guys besides party. Uh, so I went to Our Lady Lake University where I met y'all. 
That's what uh, I remember about. my first semester, I had George in my class. I can't remember what class it was. Do you remember, George, what it was? Dude. It was like a – I don't know what it was. It was like a random class. No, but I remember us being in a class and us talking because uh, we were recruiting. You, y'all were, like, doing STE, and then obviously we joined – I joined y'all's fraternity when I came in. Uh, but Our I fraternity, was, bro. Our fraternity. Y'all's fraternity. That's what I said. Y'all, your fraternity. He was saying he's talking past tense. Like at the time, it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> maybe, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. Uh, I'm confusing. I'm confusing. Joaquin, did you see Joaquin's face? He's like, he got real mad. Yeah, he got real mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Mad. What? <laughs> You're denying our letters. <laughs> we're, we're, we're ten years separated from it. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky oh you have God. a doctor on your podcast. That's true. You're right. You're right. My apologies. My apologies. Um, I wish I, I could remember what class it could have been. Yeah, I don't remember. You said it wasn't like a real class. It was like a, a class. Yeah, because it was like, break. it was their last semester. And I remember like, you were like all badass, always leaving early. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> Which in yeah. way? I mean, I don't well, know. That was my last, like last semester. Last semester. Yeah, it has to be your last semester because you graduated in the in the fall, right? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. yeah. May. No. It was, it was May. May. Okay. Spring. Okay. Spring. Uh, I don't remember that's that. Welcome, welcome to the seasons, worm. That was <laughs> that was <laughs> summer. <laughs> Spring. Maybe What's at it? that time, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's considered the spring semester. <laughs> <laughs> I. <laughs> Where's that citrus one so I can hate everything again? <laughs> from the very beginning from freshman year <laughs> and i'll tell you this freshman year when we did when i got to to the to the lake before you guys there was a phone system that connected the whole university like you mm-hmm. can just pick it up pretty much dial an extension and you can reach anyone so for some reason with my english teacher i could i somehow worked out a deal and i don't remember how i did it i was just like hey I can do all the work. I don't have to show up to class. We're good. Like, it was like the perfect, and I've already said in the podcast, like, I wanted to live that, that animal house college life. Like, yeah, where everybody says you can go to college, you can go to school, you don't have to show up, you just show up for the test and you're good. Yeah. So I wanted to do that in every class I could. And freshman year, I tried it out with my English teacher <clears throat> and she somehow let me do it. I showed up the first week maybe the first two weeks and never went back to to class i did all the work i turned in all the assignments everything was a a plus um but every morning she will call not every morning like i think i had her monday wednesdays and fridays and she will call up to my dorm room and i would answer hey how's it going whatever are you coming to class no not today maybe the next time Hang up. Boom. <laughs> so cool. Well, she would send somebody from the class who probably didn't know me <laughs> to go deliver the assignments or whatever. What? Yes, That's dude. Funny. It got so bad. It got so bad that I stopped answering the phone and my roommate would answer and say, I don't think he's going. <laughs> <laughs> and so she's like, okay, I'll send him the assignments. Assignments, yeah, yeah. You know, you could do that at, at big universities like UTEP or whatever, and no one would notice. Like UTEP, UT, and it's funny. Like, I didn't show up to class and I flunked. Like, 
I think that's how it usually works. <laughs> so my first semester at Utah, speaking of semesters, we're speaking of freshman semesters. I had uh, I was taking 15 hours as a freshman or something, and five of those hours were pre-cal. So in El Paso, I don't know, Joaquin, have you ever partied in Juarez in high school? Uh, did you at all? Yeah, a little bit. Just yeah. drinking, drowning shit. I mean, yeah, Dirty Derby, right? You remember the Dirty yeah. Derby? Yeah, Thursday dude, night. Dude, it was cheap to get drunk, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So, so George, you you would literally, you would literally walk across the bridge, and across the bridge, a block down, there was a club in Juarez. You would pay twelve dollars to get in, and it was drink and drown. Like yeah, you would just take all. So that was Thursday nights, and then. I signed up for Monday, Wednesday, Friday calculus at 7 a.m. And I was always like a shy kid growing up and like I went ham my freshman year, my freshman semester. And after my first semester in college, I had a 1.42 GPA and I was on academic probation because of the dirty derby. Yeah, I was very bad. (laughs) Screw it, bro. Hey, look at you now, bro. Screw it. Yeah, it was terrible. You had a good time, bro. It's all good. That's what college is about. Hey, well, actually, that's a good. That's a good uh, uh, thought. Is that the fact that you know you could make certain mistakes and you could take things in a different in a direction that seems like you're not gonna make it. Yeah. But at some point, you know, you realize like you can turn around. Yeah, or you should turn yeah. around. Um, yeah, it should. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Actually, I don't know what makes it to where you or I or anyone else that's listening had made that turning point to like, all right, I know this can get real bad real quick. Let's make something better of it. Towards like, you know, unfortunately, there's also the other side that couldn't make that turn and flunked out and, you know. Yeah. Ended up, but at the same time, not not to say that it's bad. I've had friends that flunked out. Yeah, and, they made successful and now now are living a perfect a higher life. life. Yeah, you know, like they figured it out elsewhere. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think I think there's a misconception that everybody should go to school. Like, I don't think everybody's born and bred to go to school. Uh, and I think a lot of people like getting kind of serious here. But you know our generation, we're, we're told about loans and just like sign for a freaking loan and sign here and then you get a loan. And, but then how many people that don't finish their education end up with all these loans and we're pressured to go to school. And now they're like, shit, I have to pay it back. And they didn't even finish school. And even then sometimes you get a career that, you know, you can't even pay for the loans or it's too much, you know, I mean, going off of that, that's like, I, I think that, uh, our generation was pressured too much to go to school and not everybody's meant to go to school. I think people find their own calling in different ways, you know? Uh, I, think I think that's, that's a, a big co- point. That's a common, that's a common conversation that we've had on this podcast that, um, mm-hmm. you know, whether you should or you shouldn't go to school and the fact that you graduate with loans and debt and half of us are really not doing what we graduated with. And yeah. either figured out success in one way or struggling in a different way. In a different so, way. Yeah. And or people that we know that never went to higher ed education and mm. have made a better life for themselves. So it's weird. Yeah, I guess and I, I think this is a conversation that I'm always gonna be happy to have. Your perspective is gonna be different and your you know, whatever you need to figure out what works for you. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Hey, thanks for bringing us down. But <laughs> no, sorry, no, 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 no. We're transitioning, bro. We're transitioning. But but it, it, it's a serious conversation. I mean, that's no, a good conversation. I think I think people need to know. You know, like even if even if it's someone that's listening, that's a parent, or someone that's listening, that's pressuring their brother. Like I'm telling you, like I was pressuring my brother to go to school. Like I was like, you have to go to school. You have to go to school when he never made an effort to go to college, you know, like he never did it, but he ended up going to school because I helped him like apply. I helped him go and get accepted. I helped him do this. I practically did everything for him. And when he got to school, he didn't put forth the effort. So now you're dealing with like 80 K in loans 
and he and a dropout you know like it's just not not good you know and i feel bad for that so i think people should learn to like if someone's not there yet like don't push them if they get there they get there on their own or they do something else that makes them happy you know like that that's mm. kind of what you got to think about but what inspired you or what helped you make that transition or that turn to to get back on track i guess uh you know what man like uh so i was part of camp uh the college assistance and migrant programs so i had a lot of guidance like to get back on track and i knew i was better um i always go back to to high school a little bit with with how i tailor my life because when i was a freshman in high school i was told like i was i wasn't a basketball player i didn't play basketball i tried out i didn't make the team right um you know and i I kind of like the coach told us like keep showing up and you might make the team uh, or like get on, on the bench or something. And so I would show up like at five in the morning every day and like for three weeks, you know, and I never made it, you know? Um, and I, I, w I showed up that afternoon and told my coach, cause he was also an art teacher. And I remember telling him like, Hey, like basketball is not my sport. It's not for me. I'm going to not go anymore. Like I'm going to quit. And I said those words, right. I'm going to quit. And then my basketball coach said, you quit now, you're a quitter your whole life, mm. you know, and, <clears throat> and ever, ever since then, you know, the next morning I showed up to practice, you know, I just showed up, like, I was like, I'm not a quitter, man, like, like, that's not how I was raised, that's not who I am, and so the next day I showed up to practice, eventually but, but, I was on the but, bench, eventually I started, but so really, you don't done. want to find another center, <laughs> yeah, he's like, we'll find <laughs> someone else that's bigger than you, Sounds no, good. but, but, <laughs> No, no, I mean, it's true, right? Like, we're easily replaceable. We just got to make, like, in any job, right? Like, I don't, I, I don't know exactly what we all do, but we, I found out from, like, previous job, like, even though I'm a doctor, I'm easily replaceable. There's someone else that's they're going to pay yeah, for someone else that they're going to So, So, anyways, like, my thing is, like, I have tailored everything I've done in my life to that one significant uh, time where, like, I don't quit at what I do, um, and I didn't want to go back as a failure to my house and to my parents and uh and i didn't want to be seen that way not that going back right or dropping out was a failure but to me it was right to me it was like you're a failure like you're you were meant to do more and so that kind of got me turning around more like mentally and what i had to do and i really had to make up for the lost time my freshman semester you did it at utep or you yeah. did it in san antonio at utep yeah utep, UTEP okay. so what made you want to go from utep to uh, san antonio to lou so uh, when I was in, at UTEP, I, uh, I always, you know, in high school, we always made band trips to San Antonio. It was always like area and like, you know, it was like yeah, our yeah. time to get out, you know, you know. So I always said, I'm going to end up in San Antonio. So one day and I was dating a girl at the time in San Antonio, not my wife, another one. Uh, and so that kind of like pushed me a little bit to apply and to show. And to uh, kind of like, oh, maybe, you know, I'll go to San Antonio, blah, blah, blah. And then eventually it just turned into like, I'm going to end up there. And so I got to a point where I had everything geared up to go to Our Lady Lake University or UIW, but then I wasn't going to go. Like, I just wasn't. Um, it, I remember it was a summer. Next week, school started at UTEP. Two weeks later, Olu was going to start. I still had a job at Papa John's. Mm, so oh, Papa John's dude that's right. yeah so 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 I delivered pizza at Papa John's uh and you know my manager I remember told me like hey like do you want to be a manager like you have the work ethic like this is you and you know I did the math you know for being a manager like money wise and I was like Fuck, like I'm gonna be working 60 hours a week and make this much money like there's no way I can do this so like it's not what I want to do as much as like money like, you know, it's not, it's, you know, school is like delayed gratification, right? Like you don't see the money until way later. Huh? <clears throat> so it's, it's really easy to get lost in like getting money or getting that check and seeing, okay, like I'm getting money now. Um, but in reality, in, in the scheme of things, it doesn't, it's not a lot, you know? So I remember doing the math and I had, I had already signed up for the dorm at UTIP. I already done everything. And I was like, you know what? Like I need to make a move. Um, yeah. I, I need to make a move. And I had a week and I went and, unenrolled from the dorms, unenrolled from all my classes, literally within a week's time. I even told my manager at Papa John's, I said, Hey, like, I know you need a two week notice, but I need to leave. Like, I just need to leave. I put everything in a Pontiac Grand Am and I left within two days and I didn't have a place to stay in San Antonio. I didn't have a job. I didn't mm -hmm. have anything. Um, 
but I knew I was already accepted. I knew I was going to go to school. It's just a matter of getting it done, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so I got to San Antonio. I remember going to the dorms and asking for a dorm. I got a crappy dorm in St. Anne's. And then... Oh, man, that's George's favorite dorm, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of how it happened. Like, everything I've done is just like, like, screw it. Like, I need to do a change. I need to do something different, you know? And uh, that's kind of like what keeps me going, you know? Like, the, the need for something different, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I know there's obvious differences between going to a small school like or lay the lake and UTEP, but I guess what are what are some of the big differences you did see from that transition? Or, um, I mean, it's very easy to get lost in a big university. Mm. Like it, it's super super easy to get lost and to get in the mix of things. Uh, I was, I mean, I was obviously partying a lot, living a good life, but not the best life that I could have lived, type of thing. Mm. Um, and I remember like having a music class like freshman year and. It's a huge auditorium, 300 like freshmen in there. And like, there's no way I studied for music and I got like a D on it. You know, like, like you, 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 you like fall, you, you can easily fail in a big university. And I feel what helped me too is like, you know, I was from a small town. And so going to our Lake mm-hmm. University, you know, small, small school, everybody knows each other. Like the professors are there for you. Like, like George getting a call from a professor, that's not going to happen. Like at another university, you yeah, know, like, yeah. there's Definitely. no way like, like they would teach us at UTEP, if you want to get known, like after you're done with class, go talk to the professor so they know who you are. Because mm-hmm. more than likely, your your name is going to be like known, and it's going to be the difference between a B and an A. Because it's wow. like you, you know, like there's no there's in the grand scheme of things, it's how who you know and everything, right? So yeah, I took yeah. that philosophy to Arleigh Lake, and I mean, I could have been crappy or whatever, but I always sat in the front of Arleigh Lake. And I always talk to the professors, you know, and they kind of, I, I feel like it always made a difference, like between a B and an A or a B minus and a B plus, like whatever you may say, I think it just, it just kind of like made it better, you know? Nice, man. Hey, George, did you hear about his St. Anne's comment? No, I missed it. Oh, he said, uh, <laughs> he, he said, uh, as soon as he got to Olu, uh, his only resort was being at a crappy St. Anne's dorm. What? Dude, St. Anne's <laughs> is a thing, <laughs> No, I mean, after I was there, after I was there, I found out it was badass, but everybody was over there at the other ones. What was it, Flores and Pacelli? Centennial. No, Pacelli was yeah, we had already moved out because... Dude, now they, they have even guess. better dorms now. Hey, bro, so I want to get into... I know, uh, I know you studied abroad, bro. I want to hear about your experience. Studied many broads. Many broads, bro. Let's hear about that, bro. How did that uh, help your perspective <laughs> and uh, influence your life? Yeah, so I studied abroad in 2011. I went to Florence, Italy. Uh, so nice. it, it, it kind of like started like a thought because uh, I think I had known fucking at that point and he had gone to Italy. I knew other people that had studied abroad and they're like, and you know what? Like, Arleigh Lake, I feel, feel, feel like it made it possible like for you to think yeah. that way. Like if you're willing to go abroad, like it can happen, you know? And so yeah, when when I was like, man, I want to study abroad. I honestly didn't know where I wanted to study. Uh, I, I said, man, Australia looks nice. I said, Italy looks nice and Costa Rica looks nice. And I said, well, Costa Rica is cheaper, but it doesn't like, it doesn't like, like it doesn't attract me, you know? Yeah, yeah. I was like, Italy, Italy, Australia. And then I was like, man, I got to go with the food, you know? Like the only reason why I picked <laughs> Italy was because of the food. Like there's no other way why I picked Italy. Like I was like, I like pizza, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Is pizza the same in Italy as it is here? Uh, No, it's a lot better. Here it's like all fatty. Yeah, it's no Um, Papa John's, that's for sure. There's no Papa John's. I I was trying to, I was trying to get a delivery job over there. They don't. These people just walk up. (laughs) We all walk Uh, here. We all get our own food. (laughs) And so, uh, so basically, came down to that, and like I told you, everything I, everything I do, you know, I think. I, st- I don't start with the end in mind. I think with like, what's the first step in the process? Like, how do I get to Italy? So I applied. And then when I applied, I was like, okay, I got accepted to the program in Italy. And I mean, they're going to accept anybody that gives them money, right? Like at the end of the day, that's really what it comes down to. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, and, yeah. And uh, so I got accepted and I was like, okay, so like I'm geared up to go next year. Like, what do I need to do to do it? And I, uh, I applied for a scholarship. I worked all summer as an intern for enterprise rent a car making 10 bucks an hour and save money. And 
I didn't know that I had gotten a scholarship until I was about to leave to Italy. And then the scholarship helped pay for my flights. I got to RLA. I mean, I got to uh, Italy. I had like money in my pocket. And then I got, I mean, I got this big scholarship and then I worked all summer for it. And so when I was in Italy, I mean, I remember landing because my uncle lived in Paris. So I remember landing in Paris and like looking out. And I remember like asking myself, what the f am I doing here? Like, dude, why am I, I went through the like, same thing? Yeah. Like, like, why am I here? Like, I see all these flights and then I, like you look through the window and it says Air France, Air France, Air France. And I'm like, why am I here? Like, they're, like, I shouldn't be here. Like, I'm a small, like, I'm a kid from Presidio, Texas. Like, why am I here? Like, there's no reason why. And I remember, I mean, at that time, there wasn't smartphones. Smartphones weren't as a thing like they are now. And you're, like, mm -hmm. hoping, I'm hoping my uncle is on the other side as I'm, like, walking through and that he's there waiting for me because I don't even know the first thing about being in Europe. You know, like, like I didn't, didn't know anything. And, uh, and it, it ended up being one of the best experiences I've ever had. I mean, it was just great. I mean, I, I would not change that experience for anything in the world. And like if I tell people, if you have one experience in this world, it's like go live somewhere else. Don't travel somewhere else, but go live somewhere else yeah, and yeah. see how other people live so that you can come and change where you live now. Hey, bro, there's one thing, there's one thing I do remember that you had told me. I hope I remember it correctly. And if you don't feel comfortable talking about it, then it's high. Wouldn't you play, wouldn't you competitively play basketball to make money so you could have a little bit of extra yeah. money? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us about that, bro. <laughs> and how are their skills, bro? Shoot. So, uh, I mean, so obviously going back to like freshman year, I always didn't know how to play basketball. I played basketball. And so it took me forever. Like my thing was always like, I need to play basketball. I need to play basketball. So when I was in Florence, I never found a place to go until like a month there. Um, I had to literally walk a mile uh, to get to the train, take a train for like 20 minutes. Then I would have to walk another like 20 minutes to get to an outdoor court that it's people dedication. would go play in. Uh, so I would go play like at least three to four times a week because uh, I had more free time in Italy. And so I remember playing basketball and then they asked me, it's like, if you want to play, you need to pay two euros, you know? And I was like, two euros? Like, why the f I have to pay two euros? Like, I just want to play basketball. And they're like, no, do you want an all-star game or do you want a competitive game? And I was like, it's like, yeah, here, if we don't pay, uh, you don't play correctly. And I was like, okay. So then I paid. They picked me up and then I was playing and then we won and then they give me my two euros back and then they give me two more euros. It's like, nice. okay. So, so it's like a gambling. So you have to pay two euros to play. If you win your game, you get the other person's money, you know? And I was like, all right, like, this is cool. Like, so I would go play. Like if I was short on cash, and I was like, I need to buy groceries. Like I would go play basketball. I wouldn't win every time, but I would like get like, make like 10 euros, win five games. And I'd go buy a pizza with that and, like, some water or something. Like, it was, like, that's how I, like, kind of kept it going to where I had a job, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. When you decided to study abroad, did you get any backlash from your parents or anything like that? Like, because I know I wanted to do it, and mm -hmm. my mom was scared about it, and I never did it, and I – it's one of the things I regret. The only thing I never did in college was study abroad. And I regret it because I didn't want to put my mom through it. Yeah. But so and I was also scared like at the time, like again, I had a I had a phone where you go if you wanna say if you wanna type the L you go You have to K L Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. So I didn't want to put my mom through it. And I was also from a small border town. So I, I didn't know, like, San Antonio was, like, the biggest place I had been in the longest yeah. time. Uh, other than Austin. Like, I grew up in Austin, too. But it, on my own, San Antonio was the only place I had been. So to yeah. go abroad, which I wanted to do, I told my parents, and my mom was like, no, like, why? Why do you need to go yeah. do all that when you can get the same education here? Did you get yeah. any kind of backlash like that? or? So, I, you know, with my mom, uh, she was always supportive, but she, I mean, she never liked any decisions I made. I think my mom, like, never liked when I said, I'm moving to San Antonio, like, I'm leaving. 
because like to her it was a shock like you're in san antonio like you're living in el paso right now like how are you moving to san antonio um and so my my i even talked to my mom i was like did you ever like want to stop me she's like i want to stop you every time like to do what you want to do but it's your life like if you figure it out and you can do it like that's up to you he's like but he's like to see you leave or whatever it hurt me every time um you know i think it hurts our parents and i think but at the same time like even when i apply like it comes down to applying for colleges like i applied everywhere i didn't like limit myself in a way um and my mom like was never liked the fact that i was going far uh but she never like told me you know like she never like told me like i don't want you to go um but i knew that in her mind like she didn't like it you know and uh, like i remember we would talk when i was in italy and she would like you could hear it that she missed i mean they're you know our moms are our moms you know they're gonna miss us and i feel like no matter what they're not gonna like what we do sometimes because we're moving farther away or we're doing other things uh but i never really got backlash I, I never really got anything like that, but I knew that she felt some kind of way about it. Where did you travel at, bro, in Europe? And what was your favorite place? Mm. So, so I was very fortunate when I was in Italy, too. Uh, so I was taking 15 hours. So 15 hours is more than, you know, 12 hours is full time. 15 hours is like, okay, like you're doing a lot. But I was only in school Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So I was Tuesday all day, Wednesday all day, Thursday all day, and then I had Monday, Friday off, and then the weekend. So when I got to Italy, I said, I need to travel. I want to see as much as I can. So I booked every trip every weekend up until I left, uh, like within the first month there. Nice. Um, so I left. Uh, I, I mean, I visited everywhere from uh, Switzerland, all over Italy, went to the Amalfi Coast, uh, we went to Brussels, Belgium, obviously France, that's where we landed, Germany, Berlin, um, and then all over Italy. But my favorite place was, like, it's it's two of them. It's the Amalfi Coast, which is where Positano is. Um, so that's, like, so beautiful. I mean, if you Google the Amalfi Coast and you see Positano and, like, Capri, like, that was my favorite place. I mean, I remember and the Amalfi Coast, like, it was so crazy. So I don't swim. Like, I'm not like you, Worm. I know you like to swim, mainly because you float better than all of us. Hell but, yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> a big, uh, no, but, I, you know, I never I never swam. And, and I remember I went out to swim in the Amalfi Coast, and I felt, like, perfect. Like, I don't know how to swim, but I was I was floating, you know, and I was like, I never float. Like, what the hell am I doing out here? <laughs> uh, the, the, the funniest thing, like, the best story I have in Italy is, like, I went to the Amalfi Coast and I was out there just swimming. There's like some random dude just snorkeling by me, like all professionally. And I'm like out there just floating. <laughs> and I, I look down and I see something like shiny, like wavy, you know, and it's like shiny. And I look down again and it's like, it was 50 euros down there. Like just 50 oh. euros, just like on the bottom of the floor, but it's like 20 feet down. I was like, I mean, I'm not an experienced swimmer. I, I like try and get down there and I couldn't, you know, I come back up. And so I called like, uh, we were there with some people, so I called them over to come help me, and they thought I was going to, like, pull them under or something. I was like, dude, I can't tell them. How am I going to pull you under? Like, there's no way. <laughs> so then they went down there and got the money, and it was 50 euros, dude, like, that we found Damn. out there on the, on the sea. Yeah, like, someone just dropped them. Watch it. It was probably just me. I freaking dropped it from my truck. <laughs> 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 Screw it. 50 euros, bro? Shoot. I bet there's one experience I had that you didn't have, bro. Everyone in Italy oh, thought man. I was a gypsy. I bet they didn't. <laughs> yeah, they followed true, me so. around the store. Everyone thought I was suspicious. Everyone thought I was going <laughs> to steal from them. Everyone would get away from me. So I remember man. that. I remember you telling me that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did anyway, you ever get pickpocketed when you were there? Dude, I was the only one who studied abroad who didn't get pickpocketed. And they're like, well, of course not, really? man. They thought you were their cousin or something. <laughs> <laughs> one of my roommates, dude, uh -huh. his uh, girlfriend came and visit and her we're about to get on on the bus and as we're on the bus she's like why is my purse so light dude one of the gypsies cut on the side of her purse and took everything inside it had her passion wow. yeah yeah yeah. they're so sneaky and supposedly some people would say like yeah they would just like notice why am i bleeding and supposedly they'll be able to do something that like numbs you and they're able to cut off earrings or stuff like that dude like yeah pretty good really that's <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah dude yeah like uh Flo, she was walking like in france with her like a little jacket 
I mean, with the, the, the backpack. And she was, like, just holding onto the straps and, like, in a crowd. And then before she knows it, she's, like, pulls the straps off. And she's, like, what the hell was my backpack? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dang, dude. Yeah, yeah. Dude, they're good, dude. Yeah, they're dude. good. Oh. All right, bro. Well, I'm really glad you got to study abroad, bro. For everyone out there, I recommend you study abroad. Hell yeah! All right, four, is, that the, right. is that the beer. first time you open it? The whole time we've been here, you like the first beer? No, nah, it's like my third or fourth. <laughs> bro, let's let's get into uh, you being a doctor, bro. So uh, let's mm -hmm. hear about um. What you studied uh, for your doctoral program, bro? What inspired you to do mm -hmm. it? And then, uh, yeah, mm -hmm. all right, 2H, 2Fers, we're going to pause the conversation here. We're going to continue the conversation on Thursday. So come back on Thursday. Dr. Edwin Serrano Pepper. Serrano. Hi. <laughs> Things are going to get spicy. Serrano pot. Spicy. <laughs> hey, is that a thing? What? Do people, did ever, did people ever, like, make fun of you for the name? No, just Steve. Just me. Dr. Sorry. My dad. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Dr. Serrano. <laughs> hey, he's going to he's gonna come back here. We're going to talk about a lot of things that have to do with PT, physical therapy. Just PT. So come back Thursday. Other than that, another podcast down the drain. Worm, what do you have to say? Go drink and drown in Juarez, like Dr. Serrano. <laughs> Hell yeah. If, and if you're in San Antonio, turn around, don't drown. Go drink and drown in your house. It's COVID. Go fix yourself. Too hard to fix yourself. Go <laughs> fix yourself. Other than that, remember, dare to be you, dare to be weird. Worm, bye. <laughs> bye. bye.